Springfield has come down with a fever. Football fever brought on by the biggest game of the year. The pigskin classic between the Shelbyville Sharks and our own Springfield Adams. If you have the fever, there's only one cure. Take two tickets and see the game Sunday morning. Warning, tickets should not be taken internally. See, because of me, now they have a warning. Episode 136. The move with the Rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. We could try harder, but why? And now, here are your hosts, Brad, Frank, and Bill. What well, that was the best con ever. Oh my god, it was so especially when that writer did that thing. Oh my god, and then we saw that famous celebrity. Oh, this guy can't well, it was the best con ever. And it was nice seeing all of our friends. Yeah, seeing all the guys. <clears throat> Meeting some new friends. Yes, that was the best con. Getting to hang out with uh, JB and... Uh, well, don't don't say anything because we're, we're recording this. We haven't been to the con yet. We're just pretending. So just talking generalities. I like humans. Let's yeah. break the fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> Here in Studio A with Let's Brad and Frank and Bill. We got a half hour, nothing better to do. So we had a. Um, make beautiful noise. We do have a solid light on the recorder just to let you know. Yay. The light is not blinking, it is solid. Here the vibe was born in San Francisco, California. <laughs> so here we are. Half hour wasted. I'm Frank. I'm Brad. Hello. And that's Bill. And Bill's good, autographing. Good and talk. Bill's autographing his uh, 8x10s that yes. he likes to hand out. I've, I've got how do you spell, something to do. How do you spell that word? 8x10s? No. Autograph? Yeah. How do you spell it? Uh, you know you're being a know-it-all right now. How do you spell it? <laughs> how do you spell it, Frank? Being a know-it-all, Brad. Let me ask you this. A simple yes or no question. Okay. Is there an R in that in that word well the way i pronounce it artograph what it must be lonely on that pedestal brad up there all by yourself looking down on all of us (laughs) you're being a know-it-all what did we what when we were eating pizza what were you saying today's uh (laughs) episode (laughs) is sponsored by pkd media no way. No PKDmedia.com. Whoa. I mean, in-stock trades and, uh, and, and DCBS are exciting, but this is a new thing. PKDmedia.com. Sean Pryor. Sean Blackstan Lee Pryor. Good to have you with us, Sean. He's the man. He has um, and has and is producing such fine stellar work as Mercury in the Murd. X01 is Rock Solid Steelbots. Agents of Cult starring yours truly. Yes, yes sir. Uh, is Dude, participating. I can't, wait for, I can't wait for Volume Two to come out. Oh, looking forward to that. Dude, I think there's do, a new character. Going do we have any there. idea of any kind of release date, ballpark kind of thing? When I that? talked to him last, I asked him about that, and he okay. said maybe. Um, he said hopefully by the end of the year, but okay. probably like early next year. Okay, so first quarter. 10. These things have to be paced. First quarter 010. He's also participating in the Greenbrook 
um, deal yes. from uh, that we with Sean, yes. Sean Gabrin is yeah. spearheading. Uh, he, he's also responsible for Matt activate mobile Matt mobile activated terrestrial tracker. Yes, Black's danger in space and Alpha Simeon. And that's my um, favorite comic book title in comics right now is <laughs> Black's Danger in Space. Black's Danger. I can't find the. Um, and all I can think is the uh, the old Muppet Show. Black's Danger in Space. I can't find the. Um, oh, here it is. Right here. Here it is. Uh, Sean is um, trying to help Ashley get to New York. And uh, if you go to indieplanet.com and purchase. A copy of Mercury in the Murder, the Collected Edition, Volume 1, which contains the entire cosplay of Doom storyline. Uh, 56 pages, black and white. Yeah, that's a uh, that's pretty amazing read. Or you can buy XO1 in the Rock Solid Stillbots, uh, issue number zero. Which, that's a fun title. Is that a standalone? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Um, it contains a prequel issue that takes place before their continuing series in Dude. the PKD Media Presents Volume 1. I and I am which is have the, to go the to third title that you can purchase. If you buy these, uh, any one of these from IndiePlanet.com, IndiePlanet. uh, Sean will donate a portion of the proceeds to Ashley's New York trip, and uh, I'm very thankful for that. That's a win-win uh, scenario. Let's do it. Let's do a cheers to, uh, to PKD. Scenario. PKD. Thank you, Thank Sean. You, Sean. I love you, Sean. Thank Through you, Sean. September the 5th, PKD Media will mm-hmm. get 55% of the profits from the sales of those three books to the uh, Get Ashley to New York uh, fund. Yes. So nice. Please go to um, PKDmedia.com. You can read mm-hmm. Mercury and the Murd online on his website. and uh, It's good stuff. This guy cares about what he's doing, and we're proud to... Proud to call him family. Uh, yes. Uh, unlike us, when we produce this show, <laughs> he cares. <laughs> hey, Brings so, new meaning to the word brother. Yes. Oh, that's sweet. So we were going to just talk about comic books today and read some uh, uh, listener email and stuff like that. Um, Wednesday comics, but let's start off with Legion of Three Worlds 5 of 5 finally came out. It's about time. And it actually came out several yeah. weeks ago. We're, we're just touching on it right now. Yeah, it came out like four weeks ago, but it took like, uh, what, eight months, nine months to get those five <laughs> issues out. Yeah, and you know and what? It goes back to what I was saying is I'd rather wait for yeah. somebody of George Perez's uh, caliber yeah. to finish that. And, well, and I think that you know the whole uh, the whole Final Crisis thing kind of cemented to me that, that like you're saying, I... You know, given the choice, I would rather wait an extra, you know, six weeks, ten weeks, whatever, and get the story done the way they want to tell it, than to have it rushed out and slap dashed. You know, it, true it, that. It, yeah, it, it's kind of funny. Um, Murd on uh, the Comic Geek Speak, you know, he's perpetually seven, or yes. seven or ten years behind on it, his reading. The great Murd, and you know, he he will often comment. He he will say things like, "You know what? It's not late to me because I'm just getting to it." Yeah. So it's, it's kind of funny when you look at it through those eyes. You well, know? it's always a trip, too, because you know he has to participate in those discussions of you know off-the-rack and brand-new comics and stuff, but yet he's seven years behind. Well, I mean, he, he, as he does, he, he will glance at it, read it quickly, and then throw it back in the pile. But, um, but let's, um, let's talk about this. So let's, we uh, finally, pardon me, we finally get some closure on the Connor Kent and the Bart Allen mm-hmm. stories that I was always confused about. Yeah. Know? Here, I'll pass it around. Well, I mean, from the Lightning Saga to Infinite Crisis to, I mean, 
this this book you know wraps uh wraps a lot of uh conclusioning into a single issue do you guys well before we do that let's talk just as a whole all five issues as a story um let's just let's talk about it like that did you guys like it did you think it was a good story um speaking for myself i liked it i had a lot of fun reading it i don't know a lot of legionnaires but i didn't care i liked it i'm still waiting to read the jeff john story i can't stand it hasn't happened yet he liked it that's what that means yeah there's probably oh okay (laughs) there's probably a jeff john story out there somewhere i don't like but i haven't met it yet um reading them you know two months apart or however long it yeah. took that was difficult but yeah. once i got all of them i read uh them back to back to back and to see back to i back. still have not gone and through was, and read one it's through great five. it's That's great cool. that way it's fantastic because mm-hmm. what i was doing was you know you know issue four will come out well i'll go back and reread three you know and issue five comes yeah, out i better I go reread thing, four once i got yeah, so. all of them and i'm not like frank i'm not real familiar with a lot of the legion stuff um i liked it uh, a lot i didn't understand it it's and it seemed like in the Black this, Witch and White Witch threw me off just a little bit. In this ep, this um, issue, there was some part of the story, yeah, like like some of this this stuff here with this. And describe what you're looking at. It's the, the um, is it the Black Witch? Yeah, yeah, the Black Witch thing. It was like well, that's it, because um, uh, the White Witch uh, is has basically combined with uh, was it Mordru or was it. Um, uh, it's actually been uh, days, uh, weeks, uh, week get, or so since I read it. I must have missed that part. But or no, uh, uh, Misa the White Witch, uh, Dream Girl's sister, um, actually assumes uh, the powers of um, of Mordru. If I'm thinking right, gosh, I'm speaking. Um, no, I think you're right. right um, and so basically, she she's containing his evilness within her relative goodness, uh, but it still turned her kind of into a black queen. So she's now. She's now gone from someone who's semi-passive to someone who's uh, looks like if if we're to continue the storyline out, you know, in the future, she's going to be a complete bad uh, a s s yes b a yeah. Baracus? yeah thank you that's 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 awesome um yeah the, part of that white witch black witch thing I, I didn't quite get um I loved the interaction between the three brainiacs I thought that was yes. awesome wasn't that that was and they were all in character, and they were all just exactly how yeah, you would expect yeah. that them to was, be. That was great stuff. You um, know, belittling each other, yet, you know, pumping themselves up. Um, I, I like Superboy Prime. I, I, mm-hmm. like to, I like to hate him. Yeah, me too. You know? I like to hate him. And this, these panels here, like you pointed out earlier before we started talking. Yeah. And, and uh, spoiler alert, we're, we're going to talk about how it ends and stuff like that. In fact, to describe him getting spoiler sucked away, alert. Brad, what, how, you know, just those four panels right there. We'll get into the story, but he gets sucked, sucked into Earth Prime, where he always wanted to be. Basically, in this story, and I, I, I got the feeling that it was saying, in this particular situation, in this particular timeline, Superboy Prime ends up being the time trapper. It's not always that in every. It's not that always that way in every timeline or case of each timeline or whatever. But in this particular story, yeah, he ended up being the time trapper, um, and they meet each other across weird smoke, brown smoke, and Superboy Prime's like, "I'm you. I'm never going to be you. I'm going to kill you now." <laughs> and, I'm a, and then he goes and tries to punch him. He basically touches his future self, and uh, he fades away into existence and there's four panels where uh, there's a fully um, inked penciled inked and colored face of Superboy Prime the next panel is it's fully inked and penciled but there's no colors then the third panel is pencils only 
and the fourth panel is like a breakdown, serious crude drawing and an what, empty like a wireframe. Yeah, and an empty uh, thought bubble, and then he just disappears. So kind of like so, he just dissolved himself out of existence. And, yeah. and let, let's let's kind of talk about that because as of late. Prime has been described as as the fanboy, as, whiny fanboy, as the whiny fanboy, and what he encompasses, and and so in here, his ending is he is dissolved from the DC universe. He is a, he is erased. He no longer exists in the medium that that he is, which is drawing. He is sucked back to where he needs to go, to where he's supposed to be, which is uh, um, with the Kents on Earth Prime, which we don't know how Earth Prime. Is there, but it is. Yeah, and and they're reading it, comic books. It must be one of the fifty-two. One, must be one of fifty-two. Yeah, and and so now he is with his family, and and uh, and they know exactly what where he's been because they've been reading the comic books that he's in, and they know how evil and how messed up he is. His dad's holding up a copy of this comic book that, that I'm holding up book. at this very minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really trippy. Yeah, yeah, I think which the, makes me wonder. Somewhere in America right now, mm-hmm. Superboy Prime is like alive and well. He's here somewhere. Yeah. And he's mad about it. I mean, that's creepy. Yeah. He is not but happy. I take it that he's powerless. I take it that he's just a whiny fanboy. In fact, the, the last the, the last shot the one of the last shots is him in the basement uh on the internet on a forum, uh, uh DC 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 Universe forum. forum. Yeah. Uh, complaining like all fanboys do, and yelling at his parents for uh, for something to eat. <laughs> and look, he's yeah. he's looking at the reader. Yeah, he's looking at us. Yeah. He's holding the comic book and he's looking at us. He's like, "What are you looking at? Stop staring at me! I know you're out there." He's looking right at me. Yeah, which is it's pretty interesting because you, uh, you notice the shirt he's wearing. I don't know if you've ever seen that in a mainstream comic. Yeah, he's wearing the Connor Kent shirt, isn't he? He's wearing the, the or well, a variation the Superman I guess. shirt with the the. Blood that's running like oh, like we saw like the okay, Superman yeah. symbol that looked like it was bleeding during the death of Superman. Yes. Yeah. That's clever. He says, "They think I'm powerless. They think I can't do anything from here." And it's funny. And then <laughs> he's actually typing on the uh, on the on the board on the message board. <laughs> I think I can't do anything from here. They're wrong. They'll never get rid of me. I always survive. And he's that's funny. He's in his room. He's got. Long boxes. He's got a Batmobile, a Flash trash can. He's got some action figures. He's got a Green Lantern power battery. Yeah, and and I, I it's very and, clever. And I take it that that we're going to see more of Prime in the future because we've seen some solicitations for. Yeah, what other, was that book I mentioned earlier? Uh, Adventure Comics. Adventure Comics. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So I kind of wish this had been the end because that would have yeah. been. I mean. It, it, in a sense, that's his heaven because he loves to complain. This is this or, is where he wants to be. Well, that's true. Yeah, he wants to be there, and I mean, he wanted to get back. He was so happy when he got back, and then his girlfriend runs away, and his parents are scared of him because they're cooking for him, and his dad's ironing his shirt. And yeah. Well, and then Mom, they, meatloaf. Well, but they uh, what they they read the comic, and so they realize what he's done. Yeah. Like from then to the end of time, basically. I guess they realize, you know. That he's a complete monster. Selfish brat. Yeah. Well, I mean, a selfish brat who travels to the end of the universe to so now, do stuff. Now we know things. that. I, I think we kind of knew before, like in issue four or something, yeah. but Connor Kent was basically recreated from some DNA and has been like gestating for a thousand years. Well, yes. he's been gestating. I don't know if it was DNA. I think they, they brought up his corpse and put it underneath a. Um, 
One of those uh, crystals? Uh, crystals, yeah, yeah. I think that's all they have. And then they pulled him from, that's cool. It and took then, a thousand years. Because I think somewhere they talk about that's how they brought back Superman when he died, wasn't it? Isn't that what they said? It was like similar to Superman, but I Superman. remember something like that in there, but I can't mm-hmm. can't quite place the comment. Um, so are you happy to Connor's back? Connor Kent? Yeah, I liked him. I liked yeah. Connor Kent. Um and I liked Bart Allen, the young Bart Allen, too. Yeah, me yeah. too. Um, yeah, it's a good thing he's not adult anymore. Yeah, when he came back as the adult Bart, I was really disappointed, but um, I like the kid Flash. Now, was he the adult Bart only for the uh, that, that 13 episode or the 13 issue run? Yes. Okay, all right. Because I never read one of those. I remember you telling me that you thought uh, what Bilson and DeMio were, they were the ones who wrote the series. They were the involved TV with series? The, TV, the Flash TV series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You said those are the ones that wrote this, and you, you, I don't remember you ever having anything terribly good to say about it, so I just kind of was. Yeah, it was, um, I didn't care for it at all. Cool. The last half of it was a little better than the first half. But okay. Leading up to his death as an adult. Yeah. Which is, you know, ty- a little trippy because I wonder if he knows he's, how he died. Well, I can't remember. The, what they said in this, you know, how they explained it, but it made sense when I read it. I remember thinking, okay, I'm satisfied with this explanation. Yeah. yeah. I well, tell wasn't you what it, it, is um, it doesn't it go back to the whole lightning saga with, uh, wasn't that, yeah. Was it, was it, I'm sorry, was that Wally West? Yeah, it was Wally was West the, that came out with Lightning Rod with his family. Okay, my bad. It's been a long time since mm, I read the lightning yeah, okay. saga. I couldn't remember that, but I, overall, I was, this is the best. Final Crisis miniseries that they did. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's too bad it was, <laughs> by far. Well, and it's too bad I mean, that the it Rogue's was so, Revenge was pretty good. I know. liked that. Yeah. And you know what? I, you could even argue that this has nothing to do with Final. Well, Crisis. yeah, and this has so little to do with the actual Final Crisis story. It's kind of surprising they went ahead and put the Final Crisis uh, tag on it. Yeah, but you the, know they did that with a lot of that stuff, like, like um, they, they, Final Crisis Rogue's Revenge and Final Crisis Rage yeah. of the Red Lanterns. Yeah, yeah, that the, that, the, that was the weird. That right. was a very weird weird stretch. Yeah, the the rage of the Red Lanterns was just nothing but marketing. Uh, I thought the rest cool. of them at least had some relevance. Yeah. I thought it was cool when Connor used his heat ray vision and yeah. slashed through the S on Prime's chest. Well, and, then, and, and the cool thing that's that's how they know that that they actually have a chance against this guy because the slash through the S shows up on the Time Trapper's yeah. chest. At the same time as they're doing it to Superboy, yeah. so they realize that time is not immutable at that uh, at that time, and they they can change destiny, and so they have a chance to defeat the Time Trapper, which is totally cool. And Bill, can you explain yes. to us who the three, the Legion of Three Worlds, are? Um, because there's there's the yeah. Legion as we know the, them yeah. currently as adults. What they have to do with kind of like some recent reboots, the uh, basically the original Legion, the one um, the silver. Gold Bronze Age Legion, the one you grew up reading, um, has become the Adult Legion now. The one that showed up in the Superman, uh, the Action Comics run. Okay, right. but that's, that's the same. That's Legion. the original one. Grown Those up. are the original Legion okay. you read awesome. growing up as a kid. That was a good book. Yeah. Um, they they went away, you know, after the reboots and you know the 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 five years later and uh, um, all that uh, Mark Wade's run. Um, uh, so they just. They just literally went away, and they didn't. You know, they didn't come back. They were they were a 
figment of your imagination, I guess, until uh, until Jeff Johns brought him back in Action Comics, uh, which was uh, one of the most awesome comic book moves I've ever seen. I'm I read so, that on I'm, the plane back from Super Show. I am awesome. so glad that he did that. I just I'll, I'll, I'll he'll always be uh, I'll always be in his debt for that. Um, the second Legion was something they spun out of Zero Hour, where they tried to go back and reboot everything. They okay. uh, they completely uh, um, they you know they started from scratch. Um, they were back to being uh, innocent, basically innocent teenagers. Um, uh, Superboy was not part of the continuity because Superboy had been taken out. Um, in um, uh, I'm I'm uh, way way too much Nyquil this morning. Um, because of zero hour, because yeah, of, is it because uh, of zero hour or or crisis? Crisis, on crisis. I'm I'm just I'm sorry. Oh. I'm completely. What happened this up. to the? Um, in continuity, so, what happened to Superboy before Crisis? On Superboy had gotten taken out of continuity, as in like he wasn't around anymore. Um, he long before Crisis. Mm, yes, I think uh, he had, uh, and that's um, why they brought Superboy Prime, right? Kind of. I mean, I don't know. I'm talking out my rear. Well, yeah. Superboy and Superboy Prime are the same thing. Um, well, what happened? Um, okay, uh, when the five years later thing happened uh, after uh, Zero Hour. Um, decision was made uh, to remove Superboy retroactively, you know, retconning him from Legion history, um, uh, which uh, uh, opened the question of where the Legion's inspiration came from. Um, so the the solution, the retcon, is that uh, um, they make Monel the inspiration for the Legion. Okay. He, he's you know he's Valor in this uh, particular uh, second uh, version of the Legion, the post zero hour Legion. Um, and then the uh, um, the third uh, version of the Legion um, was uh, Mark Wade's. What uh, happened version. to the second version? Um, they just uh, it, it's it's really weird. Uh, they kind of uh, that version basically morphed into the uh, Abnett and Lanning Legion run, which is great. I mean, is I that just the think, five year later deal. Yeah, uh, no, the five year later thing was. Um, uh, the five year later thing uh, was actually Tom and Mary beer bomb uh, with Keith Giffen uh, plotting, and that's just that's really weird. That's the uh, I guess the the fourth uh, fourth Legion or third Legion version. Um, um, and yeah, you're uh, you're you're dealing with there's so many paradoxes. Uh, my brain hurts. I know. I mean, my brain hurts just even trying to explain. It. I'm doing a very poor job, so my apologies. But uh, um, I mean, even during this five year later, um, uh, which is, was uh, that the second incarnation? I'm sorry. The, the five Legion? years later is still technically the original Legion. Um, oh, it is. But they, uh, uh, well, I mean, there's a group of time paradox duplicates of the early Legion, um, circa the adventure comics days. Uh, this is something I'm, uh, uh, reading to you right now. So there's now two legions and a parallel title legionnaires uh, at this time. um, whose origins are not resolved uh, until zero hour um, by a completely different writing team. Um, the Legionnaires was a kind of lighter theme. Uh, the Legion uh, tried to maintain the, the standard, you know, uh, writing concepts that, that they'd always had, but they end up uh, Legionnaires and Legion end up dovetailing into each other. Uh, Abnett and Lanning take over both books for the last six, eight episode, uh, six, eight issues of the two runs. Um, and uh, uh, they they come together and dovetail become they become basically the same entity, 
And because, uh, you know, for, for years they're publishing, you, you can uh, buy Legion of Superheroes and then two weeks later Legionnaires, and then two weeks later right. Legion of Superheroes and then Legionnaires. Did so that lead to the Legion Lost thing? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. They, uh, uh, Abnet and Landing take over both titles and they bring uh, both of those together. And it's literally a, a, it's one of those crossover events where, you know, part one of the story is in Legion, part two is in, you know, Legionnaires, part three is here. And then that finishes... Um, uh, leads you directly into Legion Lost, which is an incredible read. And then that leads you directly into uh, the Legion run by Abnet and Lanning, uh, which is still um, uh, probably my second favorite iteration of Legion other than the, you know, the original um, uh, Carrie Bates, Mike Grell, uh, Dave Cockrum uh, version. And just that's because I was a kid. I think it's far better writing, far better plotting by Abnet and Lanning. I think the first... Yeah, 15 issues or so of the Mark Wade version um, are pretty incredible, too. Um, did, so I think it the, falls off. the Mark Wade Legion come from? Uh, that's following Zero Hour. Um, uh, both, uh, uh, they retell the, uh, the origin story. Um, you know, they have a, a Legion and a Legionnaires uh, issue zero, and then they go back. Um, um, let's see, uh... And just, you know, again, you know, the, the history is splintering and there's retconning going on. It just becomes, it just becomes incredibly, uh, um, I, I'm, I'm surprised that Jeff Johns was able to get his head wrapped around it enough to actually I was going to say the very uh, same bring, thing. Bring the fact that he, that he was able to yeah. keep those separate in his head mm-hmm. without going bonkers and write a coherent story about it. Yeah. It's very impressive to me. Yeah. And Mark Wade uh, had uh, rebooted the Legion after Zero Hour also. And then uh, he's the guy who comes back and reboots the Legion again, gives you the, the basically the third Legion of three worlds, I guess, um, with the, uh, the, the, the most recent series that ran up through issue 50. Um, Wade wrote it for the first 30 issues, and then um, was it uh, uh, someone came in, and, and they had a couple different writers, and then uh, they brought back Jim Shooter. Right. Who had started writing the Legion back in the uh, the uh, Silver Age when he was fourteen? Yeah, exactly at the age of fourteen, they bring him back at like the age of sixty or whatever it is, <laughs> and he actually finishes out the last uh, thirteen or so yeah. issues. Uh, yeah, issue thirty-seven, Jim Shooter uh, becomes the other uh, writer, and he takes it through issue fifty, and they cancel that you know a few months back. Uh, at least they they let Shooter know that he was going to have you know, up through this exact issue to get the stories wrapped up because he did wrap the stories up and it did feel like a, conclu- a conclusion of, of the, the storyline at the end of 50. But the end of that, you know, the beginning of that run was Mark Wade, Barry Kitson, and it had such an incredibly different feel than the end of it with Jim Shooter and Francis Manipole, who's going to be uh, uh, doing the Legion, by the way, or the, he's going to be doing adventure comics. Um, his art style is really, uh, is really interesting. Um, I didn't realize how much the inker has to do with it because uh, an inker named Livesay or Livesay or whatever his yeah, name is Livesay. Um, inks uh, Francis Manipool's uh, uh, pencils and it's just real angular and you know people have you know hair that spikes you know a foot out from their head and it's it's very it's not cartoony but it's it's um, it's not very realistic um, uh, on the opposite uh, you know on the opposite tip I guess uh, Wade and Kitson um, have a very realistic style uh wade uh when he reboots it uh for the fourth time um the eighth time the 16th time it seems um he kind of it's like what would it really you know it's almost what would it really be like um the uh the the 31st century has become very homogenized and part of the tagline is that you know 
you know, it's so peaceful, you know, we could just scream, you know, is, is so, you know, that Legion grows up in, in an age that's, that's almost, uh, it's borderline Orwellian. You know, there's, there's lots of surveillance and, you know, they, they want to keep the kids down and all that. Um, anyway, so, uh, so the three legions are, man, I hope you added about half this out, but, uh, the three, the three legions are the original legion who grew up to be the adult legion and the post zero hour legion, which is totally different and, uh, did not have Superboy in it. And then the third legion, uh, is, uh, the, the second legion starts with the, the no Superboy legion. And it basically goes all the way up through uh, the end of Abnett and Lanning's run, um, and then Mark Wade's final, uh, Mark Wade and Shooter's uh, uh, final Legion, uh, that last fifty issue run, is the third, uh, third world of the three worlds. Okay. Wow, gosh, I wish I could have encapsulated that a little faster. Sorry. So, um, so I guess overall we liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I give it okay. a thumbs up. <laughs> well, the. Uh, uh, yeah, and of course you've got uh, you got George Perez's art. That two-page um, spread right there is pretty impressive, and it's not even the center spread. I mean, it's just a two-page spread. Um, uh, but yeah, it's cool because you get to see uh, they um, they get legionnaires of all different worlds, not just the three. They're bringing in like many or most or all of them, and there's most of the characters you recognize. But there's a couple. Um, I mean, down to chlorophyll kid and, and people like that. But there's well, a couple I, characters I, that I you just have to no ask idea. About about this particular young lady right here. She's on the left-hand side. Yeah, side. That's, she's that's, wearing she, she Captain like, Marvel uniform. Yeah, yeah she's uh, uh, Thunder, and I wish I had my uh, issues with me, but uh, she is from the future future. She's 64th, 75th okay. century, something like that. And um, uh, that's during... Uh, there's a lot of issues. I've got a lot of Legion comics. Well, I don't know, a lot. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that have more than I have. I've got uh, one long box that's stuffed end to end with Legion. So, however many fit in a long box, is about how many uh, Legion issues I've got. Okay. Um, so, you know, you know, I'm not I'm not an expert, but uh, they're probably the one thing that I would consider myself to be a specialist in. But there's just there's so much to go through that you know, I almost feel like I need to study up before I try to talk about it intelligently. Um, but uh, she is uh, um, she finds a, a chunk of the Rock of Eternity. And uh, she comes back to Legion time, and uh, she's actually really cool. I think her, her uh, code name is Thunder. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm a, for some reason, that, that Captain Marvel's uniform's always spoken to me. I guess it's just yeah. the red and the gold. I always think it looks really cool. Yeah, and there's there's a couple issues uh, that I've seen her in. Uh, um, just, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's... Uh, there's some there's some fairly significant gaps in my legion in my legion lore my legion comic book collecting or whatever uh um a lot of the stuff that happened um there in the uh the late 80s and uh into the 90s um i i've i i'm aware of but don't necessarily have you know runs of i might have an individual comic here or there so you know i'll see you know i'll see the you know i'll see her and go okay i kind of know who she is but you know don't ask me to uh you know, write a thesis on it. That wouldn't okay. work well. They've well, got uh, Beppo the Super Monkey is uh, <laughs> on the splash page also, which is completely sweet. You want to move on to um, Wednesday's comics? Sure. Okay. Yes. There you go. Brad brought his copy. Please pull, pull let, the let show me, back um, out of the ditch. Uh, before we go, I have read the first issue, but only online. Before um, we go? I got... Are um, we up to 30 minutes already? No. And uh, I got the other four, my last DCBS shipment. So I haven't read them all yet. Like that was going to be what I did do this weekend. Um, I bought it when uh-huh. it came out. Um, I don't hate it, but I don't understand all the love that it's getting. Okay. Okay. Um, 
I think it's a real. I mean, it's an interesting idea. It's four dollars. Yeah, that's that's too much love. You know, you you guys know I I love the CGS guys, right? Yeah, but I'm convinced they got a check from Dan DiDio to. Oh, really? To I, gush I, over it in their Off the Rack episode. I haven't listened to that particular CGS episode. I only listened to about half of it, and then I had to turn it off. Was it because of time commitments, or were you just too disgusted to keep listening? <laughs> I was disgusted. Okay. Wow. Um, this is not the second coming. And okay. Again, CGS, I love you guys. Can't wait to see you in March. But did, did they refer to this as the second coming? They never said those words, but it might as well have been. They had nothing. They had no criticism of it. Is what you're saying? In the first half of the episode, I didn't hear any criticism at all. Okay. Um, again, wow. I don't hate it, but I don't understand. Yeah. Why they thought it was as good as they thought. Um, I wish I'd heard it now. It's a. It's a novel idea. It's a. Yeah. It's a. Neat experience for about two minutes. Yeah. I, well, I think, they, it's, I think they, it's really interesting. There, 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 there was some. Um, wasn't there something on the forums where a lot of people were complaining about it? They were uh, on, the, the, the comic forums, like they, every, every, they were dumping on it for some reason. The reaction I'm, was mixed. I'm honestly not sure. A lot of people sure. loved it, and, and a lot of people didn't care for it. Yeah, I'm not um, sure why you dump on it except for the price tag, because it's a, it's an interesting concept, and it's it's really it's a cool thing they're trying to do. I just think. You know, four bucks for something that's literally on newsprint. You know, I'm. You know, I'm it just seems just crazy to me. I keep wondering, um, and maybe it is, and we just haven't seen it. But, but, and Bill, and I, you were talking. We were yeah. talking about this before. It's like, I mean, th- this would be something perfect that you do see on a newsstand that you do yeah. see in a Borders. I mean, because this is this is something. Well, maybe well, someone like Zoe, uh, yeah. you know, a young lady or a young kid who could just really. Get into this, you know, short attention span, lots of stories. Well, and that's kind of cool. I think the thing that gets me is I've always had a hard time with, uh, you know, I've, even as a kid, you know, you you know, you read the the funnies, mm-hmm. you know, and they always have the you know the adventure comic, you know, the adventure mm-hmm. strips or whatever, you know, Judge Parker, you know, whatever it is, and you know, there's three panels and basically nothing happens, you know, and you realize the, the, that the, the, the formula in the, is in the strip format, it's going to take. Eight years to get through one storyline. Yeah, the the formula is what happened. What happened last? Yeah. Uh, what what's happening now, and what's going to happen next? Those are the three panels. Yeah. And so, so the story moves at a snail. Yeah, so pace. basically, every strip gives you like one panel worth of of continuation. That reminds me of papers you had to write in college, oh. mm-hmm. like the formula that you followed in your research papers or yeah. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Yeah, then tell them. Tell them. <laughs> and then tell them what you told them. Yeah. yeah. You know, but for those that In don't know what this is, it's basically, <clears throat> oh, yeah, you guys are it. familiar with the Sunday comics. Yeah. You pull out the comic books, the, the comic uh, section. And, and read Prince it's like Valiant. It's like you're reading a newspaper. You know, you're holding it. It's wide open. It's the same size as a newspaper. Yeah, it's a uh, it's broadsheet format, not, uh, yeah. not tabloid. Um, and it's, uh, it's approximately four times the size of... Of a regular comic, approximately. Yeah. Um, and it's named Wednesday Comics because, yes. you know, normally you think of the Sunday comics in the paper. They're yes. all in color and stuff. It makes sense. And, uh, you know, in this in this particular one, there's the majority of them are, are like a full page is one comic. And it's um, it's written by. Probably the people. shortest. The shortest one is the Sergeant Rock, because all he does is get his 
get beat up. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the Flash page, half of it is Flash, and the bottom half is Iris West. You know, and that's kind of clever, and it's drawn in a in a fashion that looks it, makes it look like those old romance. Yeah, Mary Brenda West. Star. You know, yeah. Um, but you know, and the the art, there's some good art, and there's some bad art. But again, yeah, I, have the, the, I love CGS. But come on, guys, how much it. money did Dan DiDio send you? Well, I mean, or or, <laughs> or, or Brad, could it just be, could it just be that they just liked it? I mean, what? what why is they, that it's, out it's, of the realm of possibility? They wanted did every if, single one of them like it, though. Yeah. Wow. That, like, that's, I, that's I heard odd. the first half. Look, listen to me. If that was a woman, uh-huh. they would want to have the that woman's babies. That's okay. how much they liked <laughs> that. And I'm happy for them. Yeah, I'm glad if you if you guys because maybe it, it made them happy. It's different. It's, I would have uh, bought it for. I'd continue to buy it for a dollar, but not for four dollars. Well, and I I think my price point might be if it was two ninety nine or two fifty or something, I'd be all over it. I bought the first. If you get it through DCBS, you would I, be paying that. I bought the first two, and uh, uh, I have neglected to buy the third, fourth, and fifth. I just literally forgot to buy the third one. Um, and uh, by the time the fourth one and the fifth one came out, it's like, man, do I really want to spend twelve dollars catch up on this? And it just started occurring to me that I know there's it's going to be twelve ish, you know, twelve of these, and then they're going to be done with this Wednesday comics at least for now. I guess they're going to find out if this if this idea works. But I just for me, they're not the story is not advancing enough. Um, no, for I, each you know, I I would I would argue I would move the plot a little bit more. I, then I'd be good. I, I would argue that that. It's not. It's not so much about the plot in these, but it's the it's the artwork, and it's just kind of you enjoying can't use, the you can't well, use artwork. It, as it should be. Why about not? The plot. Because why you can you? see any of that kind of artwork in a normal comic book, but you can't see it in this format, in this big format. This yeah, is a big and, and format. That's true. This is a different way of looking at it. Uh, there was a guy on, on the, the plus side. They're doing some really cool things with layouts with a page that size. Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, the, the, and, I, and, and it'll and be weird when it gets traded. I don't, and I don't think these big. things are meant to be, um, yeah. uh, you know, in continuity at all. It's no, just kind not. of a. It's just, it's just fun one and done. That stories. Wonder Woman page. Well, and how are they going to sync that into a, an eight and a half by eleven? That was or part whatever. of the discussion that CGS was having. Okay. Um, you know that that Wonder Woman page. Yeah. If I was Dan DiDio, I would have struck that from being in here because I that's just, complete garbage. I, I don't like the colors. Well, and I don't. I, maybe that's the dialogue is uh, the dialogue, and it was hard to read. But I like that artwork. I think that's whimsical. It's fun. It's different. It's totally different. Wonder Woman being a complete, Greek. I'm talking about the complete package. And yeah. The 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 font or whatever you want to call it is too small in that. But the artwork I thought was. Pretty, the panel layout here. How the heck are you supposed to read that? I mean, there's no logical way to read that. Yeah, it's it's they're they're doing some different things with. I mean, there there's there's some credit that needs to uh, go for this, but but again, for me, there's just there's not enough story. And and you know, I heard what you said, Frank, but I just I'm I'm not going to let them off the hook for that. You know, it's like you don't don't give me basically one panel worth. You know, it's not one panel literally, but. You know, don't give me, you know, one grain of plot development, you know, spread across a page that's, you know, what, a f- 16 inches by 32 well, or whatever. I mean, I mean, let, 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 a, let's think this through because we are getting, you are getting the story one week at a time. Yeah. So it is moving. You're not waiting a month. You're made, you're waiting a week. Now, granted, you could get it every day. Yeah. Now, I'm not but, saying I, I don't but, need a, a complete storyline every month, you know, or every week, you know, tied into a greater arc or anything. 
but it's just you know it's like those old it's like those old comic strips it's like the the writer is in so little of a hurry to get to the end of the story that you just feel like i just looked at this but nothing happened you know some pretty artwork but nothing happened and and you know and i'm i'm a huge i i love the care you know for the most part i could I, I've never, ever, ever, sorry, Joe Kubert, I've never read Sergeant Rock. I've never given a wit about war comics or, you know, it's like I've never even thought about picking up Haunt the Haunted Tank or whatever. Well, I'm, you know, I uh, based on, on what we see here, this is like a sampler because you're getting yeah. a lot of genres in here. You're yeah, but, not but getting just the, one But thing. then what's the point? The point of a sampler is to is to lead you off to something else. Yeah. Well, okay, so the war comics aren't yeah. going to do anything for you. Might do something for well, someone. Well, and else. that's all thing. There's there's something for everybody. But and I, I, some, I I think as a general rule anthologies don't work. I mean, can I say we, some positive yeah. things about it? Yeah. Let me see it. Let me get, flip through. The ba- the um I like the Batman story. Okay. It's cool. Um the Superman's art is really cool. Yeah, um, I, don't, I, I, I love not, the, I love the the commandy art, but I'm not a fan of the characters. So, well, and see, you know, I, I like care. the fact that you've got metamorphone commandy and metal men, and I just you know that's just a lot of very that's cool. Part of the problem with me is that uh-huh. I care about less than half of the characters in this book. Yeah, and I'm were, not going to buy this book for four dollars every week to get, yeah. to only read half of it. I mean, it kind of it kind of bums me out these days when you go to the LCS and you, I mean, like this last week, I walked out with uh, three comics paid, you know, twelve and a half bucks for the pleasure. It's the like, flash really? page, I like it. It's cool. Um, I, I'm sorry, but I'm just not a fan of. So you're not going to get it anymore? No. I, I, Are you going to get it? It's. Uh, I've They're, already I've already failed to get issues three, four, and five. Six will come out next week, and I'm not paying I'm not paying sixteen bucks next Wednesday to catch up. There are um, some things about it I like, but on the whole, as a package, yeah, this is nothing new. I wonder what they could have done better. What I would almost what I almost prefer they would have done. It's not worth four dollars a week. It's just not. Yeah. What I w- and, and, and regardless and of what Peter Rio says. I'm sorry, buddy. That is newsprint. Now it's, a, it's it it's may not be the same kind of newspaper. What yeah, you're familiar with. Yeah, yeah that, that is nicer. That's, that's very much newsprint. I would say that um, um, there's these there's different grades of art tablets, and this would be like a cut two grades up from from what is truly. Newsprint. Well, I mean, it doesn't have like chunks of wood in no, it. No, and no, stuff, no, no. But I mean, it, it's yeah, a, it's that's it's, not. It's a sturdy enough paper that uh, it's not gonna. It's not going to crinkle with just a couple turns. Yeah, that's newsprint. But but the whole point is it, it's it's a newspaper. Okay, it's a newspaper that has to have that happens to have comics print on it. Um, it it's a fine enough grade of uh, newsprint that the color uh, looks good. The color actually looks great yeah. in this. Yeah, but uh, except for the Wonder Woman page, the printing was off. At least in my copy. Okay, now printing, I remember you saying that. The printing was off, and, and it it was difficult to, for me to read yeah, that. The, the printing yeah. in my the printing in the copy I got yeah, I, I mean, thought this was is, fine. There, there's parts of it that are just kind of it looks like like a photocopy just kind of moved just a little bit. Yeah. So for me, I, I wonder if it would have worked better for them to have say taken, you know, what do they got uh, 12, 12 storylines running through this thing, something like that. It would have been better for them to have taken say six storylines or four storylines and given them two or three pages in one issue. And then next issue, give you two or three pages of the next four or six. So it would have been better to have you know alternated like that. So um, um, I'm sure it would so not have would worked you, out that way. But so you so you think that um, that this is? Would you say that this is a 
a worthwhile experiment I, or a failure? I think it was a nice try by DC. I think it's a worthwhile idea, but I think that they have overestimated uh, the, their price point on it uh, vastly. I don't think it's a failure because mm-hmm. I realize that I'm in the minority mm-hmm. when it comes to my opinion of this. Um it's it's not for me. I mean, you know, I'll say it as you. simple as that. And again, let me summarize. I love the CGS guys. I honestly think they got a paycheck from Dan DiDio to to say what they said about it. Of course they didn't, but I'm trying to make a point. I, my point is I don't understand how somebody could like that as much as they did. But on the flip side of that, that's great. I'm happy. It tells me, though, that those guys are starving for something in their comic reading and they're getting it from that. And that's, I, you know, that's great. I think it I think it's something along the lines of if you think about someone who likes a certain food that you hate. It's well, like see, how the, the can thing you is, like that? I don't it's, hate that. Yeah. But it's just not for me at $4. It's just well, if it's it too was a dollar, if it was a dollar, I'd buy it. I'd buy it every week for a dollar. There was somebody on the forum that made a that made a a, a comparison said well it's it's like you're getting four comic pages in no. one half of those no and it's no, that's really wrong. it's really not because like if you folded this up and looked at the the top right hand corner of uh well let's not use the batman because that's a bad i mean you could if you read that example if you read the lettering you could shrink that down to one page look at the uh yeah look at the superman fold that in half look at the yeah. upper right or the upper bot the right bottom corner of the superman yeah, page that may be a two you could you know, you could do that on a two-page spread. You know, you open up a regular comic to the center spread. You know, you could easily transfer that to a center spread. Maybe that's how they do it. Maybe, maybe you. Uh, that was one. Maybe of the, when they traded or whatever, you read the sucker. You know, you open the, the comic book. You know, that was top one to of bottom the things that they, right. that they said. And um, I, I, they I, said, but you know, it would be difficult because of the fold in the middle. You know, yeah. But um, well, there's three folds. You know, in the I'm Wednesday glad comic. people like it. It's just not for me. It's not worth four dollars to me and well i just for me you know it's just the the pie, it, the pie slice of story is too small I uh, it brings I, more, and i think it's hilarious when people are saying that it's really innovative and, and new it's not new i've been reading comics like that for 40 years every sunday yeah i think comics um, have been printed like that for probably about as long as there's been <laughs> newspapers or there's been art um I have to reserve judgment on what I think because I've only read the first one. I am in for all 12. I've already placed my order, so I'm okay. going to get them. Um, I think my uh, they, advice they to you would be sit down and sit, get all 12 first, sit down and read the Batman in all 12 yeah. of them, and then go read the Commandi in all 12 of them. That may do it because I just, you know, again, I'm beating a dead horse, but I, I, I just, the, the way it just feels like it's just the stop start of every story is just there's not enough dang story. I don't there. like that part of it either. And yeah. um and I guess I well, and I guess you know I'll, I'll have to report after after I read them. But um it seems it seems kind of fun. I kind of I kind of like yeah. the way it feels. This was actually the first well, time I felt it in my hands. I have the, not I, for me I, the first issue. Uh, I gave it you know I gave it a little bit of uh, rope because I figured well they they may be setting up. But then the second uh, issue is exactly the same. It's just the tiniest little morsel of story and a whole page of, of really pretty art. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not frameable or, or whatever. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not in a format that you're necessarily going to save. Now, uh, just out of curiosity, has Zoe looked at this? Not as far as I know. Okay. No, she's got... Uh, um, She's got uh, her Teen Titans Go comics so, okay, and whatever. Okay, I would, I, I mean, I, I look at it. I, I just well, I, there's, it. there's, I've gotten, to, uh, 
I think it is one of the sad things about uh, comics these days. I understand why they do it, but the fact that comics, you know, when we were growing up, we're all ages, and comics these days are not all ages. And there's nothing terribly adult in here. Um, Except for Metamorpho. <laughs> well, yeah. But you got to be lucky just, for well, that. I'm still just not, you know, there's there's a lot of odd themes in these stories. And, you know, some of them are fine, um, but uh, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know that I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to ask her to read this for sure. Okay. Uh, maybe she, see, she might be interested in the Teen Titans, but the Teen Titans, nothing happens in it. Okay. And the art's very, it, it's it's interesting art, but it's kind of off-putting. And I'll um, say one last thing. Okay. Then we'll As move a disclaimer, to I know CGS did not receive a check from DC to talk about it the way they did. <laughs> it was my way of saying, I don't understand where the love's coming from. Okay. That's all. And um, I love them. So let's do uh, listener emails. We got yeah. some? Um, a while back, a couple you know, weeks ago, we asked for people to, uh, to, to, you know, when you listen to an episode, send us an email to episodes at halfhourwasted.com with the uh, the sub in the subject and put episode 133 or whatever. And we had we had several people do that and I appreciate that. Um, How many do we get? Apparently we have only about 30 listeners. Okay. <laughs> That's not bad. That's horrible. Well, because I know we have well, more than well, that. Well, but but I mean the responding to those comments, that's actually pretty good. Um thank you to each and everyone who who did that and um uh, in the process of doing that, some of them, um, like Frank said, hey, you know, let us know what you think. Tell us what we can do better, or what you don't like, what you like, whatever. And I wanted to read some of those anonymously. Uh, okay. Are, are some of them like <laughs> stay focused? <laughs> um, um, go ahead and read. Just I read. don't think there was ever a comment that said stay focused, but um, I at, least we, know, at least we know about that. Um, yes. Here's one that says, uh, I listened to the show. There, I emailed. What worked? confessions what didn't my son smacking his face into the floor that was your wife that sent that email in (laughs) okay um (laughs) so the professor (laughs) listens yeah here's one i've listened from the beginning but i'm not active in the forum sorry i don't really stay active in the community with any of the 40 or so podcasts that i listen to i listen at work usually the day after it downloads also i only listen to your show on the feed even though i download both because my Zoom does it automatically. I don't hate Legion of Dudes. I'm just not a fan of long format reviews. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much for the show. I appreciate all the work the three of you put into the show every week. That's cool. We only knew how little well, we put well, into I, the I show. Well, I appreciate that because actually long form reviews are what got me into podcast period. I, and the first podcast ever was given to uh, me by you, Mr. Milo. On You burned it to CD for me so I could listen to it in my truck. Uh, it was uh, the Legion uh, CGS. Uh, but Yep. But then uh, when I started going out and finding my own podcast, I, I hooked up with Raging Bullets, and I think I listened to their Watchmen and their uh, uh, Christ on Infinite Earths, and, and, you know, I just geeked out, you know, three-hour geekgasm over talking about one comic book. Yeah. You know, that, that's what got me into it. But, yeah, I totally, I totally get uh, what he's saying, and um, I, I'm glad that, uh, that our format uh, is, is pretty awesome, too. So he's apparently a fan of long-format shows about nothing. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, Hour and we, a half we Seinfeld do that episodes. Well. Those are his kinds of shows. Nice. <laughs> the Seinfeld movie. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, not sure if you're looking for suggestions, but as each episode has been going over an hour, I used to like more Brad, Frank, and The Voice. But I think part of what made your podcast so great was 
quote unquote, wanting more. The 30 ish minutes left me wanting more, and the whole alarm thing was fun. Tony the Timer. Mm-hmm. Not sure if you do a big recording and then slice it up, but that's probably more work than it's worth. Still listen every week and enjoy it. So he liked he liked the shorter shows. And, we've, um, we've talked about doing that before. Yeah, and I, I used to push for it a little more than than uh, than you guys. I I kind of feel that that and this is me talking. I kind of feel forty five minutes is a good cap. Yeah, but I realize we get stream of consciousness. We keep going and we keep going. Um, I've you know been, what? Look, I've look. been actually uncomfortable with some of the two-hour shows we've done. Lately. So, and I, I'm I'm kind of with you. I mean, I, the the idea of taking a you know not necessarily taking a show and and just cutting it in half with a meat cleaver, but you know I, I could easily see you know doing shows that top out at you know maybe an hour or something like that. Well, uh, uh, that'd be it, easier for me to listen to it. Yeah, know? I mean, let, let, let's draw back the curtain a little bit yeah. here and kind of talk this through because this was some of my reasoning it was just kind of like you know you you don't want to bombard someone with yeah. with um with you know all this media because there's so much media out there and when you give it when when you're giving someone like a two-hour chunk that may be great but you know they have to have two hours to listen to it oh no doubt you give someone you know 30 45 an hour yeah you know, that's a little more easier to digest yeah 40 minutes is is just a yeah, it, it's a blink. That's of the your eye, drive man. to work. That's your lunch break. That's yeah. uh, but two hours. You may have to spend two or three days listening to it to get all the way through I mean, it. Sometimes I, I have to do that. You know, with the podcast I listen to because yeah. it's like sometimes they they're just long show. You know, and it's great topics, but I don't have the time. How long is is this episode now? Let's see. We are going on fifty three. Okay. Oh, that's easy, dude. Yeah. All right. Here's some like more a sunny morning. Um, See. But then we lose the magic of the stream of consciousness and the getting off topic. And yeah. I, I realize it's a give and take. I mean, I just i i um i also kind of thought that you know an hour cap is is a great idea, but um I don't want us to artificially stop what we're doing. And I I think that I think that you know as long as it's comfortable and we're having fun or whatever it is we're doing while mm-hmm. we're taping these. Then I I don't want to be the one to say okay it's just brrr, stop time out you know just a quick recording which was the original concept of the show we were going to stop at thirty and I've explained I've explained uh, half hour waste to uh, to friends uh, uh, in fact just recently and uh, I have to uh, chuckle uh, as I explain to them that the original concept was thirty minutes and when the thirty minute bell goes off we'll finish our thought and get out no matter what <laughs> and, you know clearly that's and not a lot the way of that it works came anymore. about is because Frank and I didn't think we could do a whole thirty yeah. minutes yeah. Of course, yeah. it ended up being a lot easier than we realized. Well, I mean the the whole concept that um, you know, I said you two what started doing it because you realized that you'd stand out there in town square and chat about last week's comics for thirty minutes, mm-hmm. you know, without even blinking. And it's like, well, shoot, we could put this on the air, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you I got remember me pulling and, up to Harley's house. Yeah, but I was on the phone with Frank. We were talking about something. Yeah, and before I knew it, I had sat out in front of Harley's house for twenty minutes on the phone. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "We should have recorded that." Yeah, no doubt. Man. <laughs> Here's another one. Dig the crap out of the Limp Biscuit intro. What can I say? I still like Durst. <laughs> wow, that's um, uh, that's interesting. I'm gonna need a, a vocabulary definition here in a second. Since West Borland is clearly the musical genius behind Limp Biscuit. Your tastes differ from my own, however, and you lack the vitriol to make the voicing interesting. Good word. So I looked up vitriol. Vitriol basically means hatred. Well. Spewing hatred. So what does that mean? Hmm? So reread it. Your tastes differ from my own, and okay. you lack the vitriol to you make like the, the, hate. the voicing interesting. 
So we don't we don't complain enough, or we don't make our the voicing of what I'm sorry the voicing I, of our opinions maybe are okay. not as that makes that makes more sense mm-hmm. uh, in reference to what he says. Mm-hmm. He says, "Well, that's not true. It is interesting, but you guys often teeter on that line of sickeningly sweetness that Raging Bullets is known for. Not to homogenize you, really? and the Legion of Dudes, but I came on uh, in I came in on Watchmen and enjoy listening to the cast from both sides now." Good. And again, I'm one who does not have such a heart for the historics of the comic medium. I don't care for John Romita Sr. I don't care about Marvel Man coming soon. And truth be told, I could care less about Spidey being single. Before I get myself going on a rant, this isn't about me. It's about you. I download it all the time, normally a day or two after posting. Also, you guys are a little self-referencing. Not Nothing wrong with that. Just an observation of someone not always in on the joke. I'm not sure what he means by that, but do you I remember that time when we b- keep b- <laughs> oh, that, when we yeah, bring when up we that thing the, yeah. that we do? <laughs> and we laugh about it. Hey, Brad. <laughs> Arnold Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to send a fax to my mom. I'll be right back. <laughs> Korean. Um, and when that feather got mailed to Frank, <laughs> the color inside that package. <laughs> you believe it, man. Those are good times. You know, mm. Heady, he says heady we're times. a little self-referencing. Self-refer- I think that's I miss just Phineas T. Bird pocket. I think it's part of our our um, humor. We've known each other for a long time. True. Yeah. We know what each other's thinking. Yeah. Um, uh, well, and it uh, also we're helps. still in the same circle of friends, and sometimes you know, hey Bill, you know what John did the other day, yeah. and hey Brad, yeah. John did this thing. Well, and, and unlike a lot of podcasts, uh, I mean, I know CGS does this. I know Legion of Dudes do not do this, but we are sitting in the same room across a desk from each other, so we have. I mean, you know, we're we're close enough to reach out and slap each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, playing off of non, you know, nonverbal communication is so important in today's society and uh, you know, makes up what 89% of all communication is nonverbal, blah blah blah. Um Frank is agreeing with me nonverbally. And uh, I think that's agreement. I'll have to ask <laughs> him. Kind of a seizure. Either that or a seizure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was say that. <laughs> that or we need to call an ambulance. Um, so, I, I, you know, maybe a lot of what we do is, is you know, is just the result of having, you know, a, a, a 10 plus year long relationship and the fact that, you know, we're literally looking at each other. This is not a. This is not a, a, a you know, legion of dudes where one guy's in Austin and one guy's in Long Island, and you know, not, and there's nothing wrong with that. They are some kick-ass kids too, but um, just different format. And you know what? I, I'm 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 glad that um, I'm glad that our format I think is is fairly unique. What do yeah. you guys think about him saying that? Mm-hmm. We teeter on the line of sickeningly sweet. Okay, I, I would like I to comment on that. Don't get that. I'm okay, not trying I, to be a complainer. I think what he's is he saying no. that we don't complain enough. Well, I mean, no, I, complain I, a little I mean, because I, I think I, that you know it, the the stereotype. Are we too it, nice? Do we not pick on people? Well, okay, the stereotype okay, but, 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 is bitching fanboy, and okay. I don't think we do that very often. Um, I I, I want to comment because I know this of me, okay, and, and that I I do a lot of devil advocate type things, and rarely do I try to say something yeah. very negative of stuff because I can usually see where someone is headed with a story. Sometimes I don't agree with it. But I start, I try to stay very objective well, in in what I say about stuff. So if I didn't like something, I usually won't come out and just go, "This is terrible." I usually just kind of go, oh, "It didn't really work for me." Well, the artwork didn't work for me. You know, it, it didn't flow. I I'm 
I just I try not to be negative. I try to be more objective. Well, and, and I'm right there my, with you in, in in my critiques of stuff. I mean, one of the reasons why I thought that, but, uh, yeah, but, at, the, but at the same time, it's very easy to praise too. And it, and sometimes I do do that. It's like, oh, I love this. It's beautiful. You said do do. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, speaking one of, the, of which, I mean, one of the reasons I, I originally showed up in college as a uh, as a pre law student didn't last long. Uh, was because I have always, I don't know if it's a gift or a curse, but I cannot divorce myself from both sides of an argument. I mean, I cannot see only one side of an argument, which is why, you know, like the political like process in this argument, country. Please. Yes, five minutes or a Is this correct hour. room for an argument? Um, no, it is not. I told you once. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. So, I mean, growing up, um, I have always seen both sides of an argument. And while I may think that one side or the other is is, you know, is right or wrong, um, I just I don't get people who only see one side of an argument and think that everything has to be absolute. For me, you know, there's nothing in this world that's black and white. Everything is shades of gray, and you can't ever say that something is an absolute because you'll be proven wrong the second you say that. So, you know, if you want to have an argument, you know, especially if you're arguing about something like a comic book, it's subjective. There is no right answer. You cannot tell me that that is objectively bad. You know, you cannot tell me that that is objectively the best thing that's ever come out because that's not the case. It's subjective. Now, I, you know, I, I think you, I think you can. In, in no, you can't. In, in, well, hold on. <laughs> you can. No, it doesn't. Um, in, in the sense of how a story is paced or how, um, how it's broken up and, and mm-hmm. whether that story flows or not. And sometimes it's not about the dialogue. That's about just where the elements to the story beats go. No, I, 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 I mean, think he can do that. And, and you can make and with, that supposition. Yeah. And, and with, uh, with artwork, um, sometimes it's not about how the characters are drawn, but it's how the flow of the artwork takes you yeah. through the story. Can you understand what's going on? Can you, you know, it's all those elements that, that, that make, that's what makes a comic book. Comic well, it's not just about and one I get what you're saying, but panel that's, or another. It's how does A lead I got you to two B words lead you to C? To, in rebuttal to that okay. argument, final crisis. Okay. It's, that didn't work. It's still subjective. For a lot though. of people, it worked. Yeah. For I mean, a lot of people, it worked. I would, I would argue, it's, it's subjective. I would argue for a lot more people, it did not. I mean, you can. But the, the fact that it worked for some people. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Bill. No sweat. Makes it a subjective argument. Yeah, and I mean, you can say that you know, well, the you know, the art may not be as pretty or as stylish, but the art flowed better in this issue versus that one. Um, but again, you know, part of the whole point is that you know there are rules out there, and you know there there are rules to art to to layouts to color, you know, to you know this and that, but. One of the the great rules of art is that if you know what the you know if you know what the law quote fingers unquote fingers uh, is, then you can break it. You know, yeah. If you know why, if you can explain why, give a a a, a centered you know logical rationale for why you are breaking this rule, then you can break it. That's, you know, that's if, the rules. That's the first thing a video editor learns. That's exactly what I'm talking you understand about. Understand the that, rules that, of editing, and once you understand yeah. them. Then you know how and when it's okay to break as, them. As an editor in chief on uh, my uh, sophomore year yearbook, um, we did exactly that. Um, I there were there were rules to yearbooks. Uh, you were supposed to take, you know, you're supposed to have this big section of the yearbook where you just have pages upon pages of head, you know, mug shots, and then you resume the yearbook. And I hated that idea. Me and my buddy, the art director Brian Brian Berry, miss you. Uh, someday we'll reconnect. Hopefully, my Facebook. Um, but uh, um, 
I came up with this idea, and he helped me, you know, you know, finish the art out on it. Uh, was to well screw interrupting the entire yearbook. Let's just take uh, the pictures and incorporate the mug shots into the yearbook itself. So the yearbook is never interrupted by just you know wave after wave of full pages of mug shots. You have two rows of mug shots on the bottom. And you continue the yearbook. And uh, we had to argue um, with the yearbook teacher, instructor, whatever she was. And we had to convince her that we that we were doing this for a reason. This is in the 10th grade. You know, this is 1984. This is well before I'm a professional TV person, you know, having those same arguments with my bosses at that time Vitriol. over why I'm wanting to break these rules. Um, so you just, you know, Vitriol. rules that are to be broken, but you got to know why you're doing it. But it's still subjective. I mean, you know, it's just, you know. Again, you know, there's, you know, two plus two is four. That's objective. But very little else in this world is objective. You know, you know, comic books are not math, and math is really the only thing in wait, this wait, universe wait. that did, is objective. I didn't know math was going to be involved. <laughs> there's no math involved. Okay. I was Thank just you. making a point. Okay, let's go on. What are the and then one thing, too, uh, I just, just real, I'll make this very quick. One thing, too, is that uh, none of sure. the three of us, uh, none of the three of us hate each other, as far as I know. Maybe these two guys hate me. I don't know. I don't. Hate but uh, but that I may be the you, reason why we don't, there. you know, we don't have knockdown drag outs. You know, we don't get we don't get crazy over things because I think that, you know, we, you know, we know each other. We like each other. We respect each other. Yada, yada, yada. I love Frank, but there's been times when he and I have been on polar polar opposite yeah. of, of certain arguments. Absolutely. And I've Absolutely. really upset Frank on occasion. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just I got enough I got enough lawyer brain left over in me. You know, it's, it's what like, do you mean, Richie well, Rich is? It's like lizard redundant. Brain. Well, I mean, you know, you want to get a, you want to get us going. I mean, we can start talking about Fight Club. Let's not do that. <laughs> so you know, it's not total peace and harmony. But right. I don't think you're never going to find us yelling at each other over right. something. All right. Yes. So if you're looking for that, you know, kind of vitriol and and fire, then uh, you probably need to go find a. a, a a worse podcast, I don't know. A and, different podcast. And yes. Kinda, it's objective. Kind of going no, back don't to Don't do that. Kind of going Keep back to something us. you said. It's a personal decision of mine not to sit here and bitch about stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll like about the Wednesday comics, I'll say if I don't like something or I'll try to explain it, but at yeah. the same time I'm not gonna be that whiny fanboy. I'm going to try my hardest. Some of the best. And we talked about doing a segment like this a long time ago. Maybe we still were. were we were going to read segments from uh, Newsarama. Newsarama, yeah. From, from, uh, from whiny fanboys. Because sometimes oh, just, their comments <laughs> just read the are comment snippy section. And, and, you know, don't hold any water. You know, it's stupid. Oh, that's stupid. This is yeah. the worst work Jeff well, Jones ever the, done. Oh, you, know, you know, and they don't explain it. That doesn't, you know, they just want to. Put their name out there. So well, can, and, and go to Rotten Tomatoes or Television Without Pity or Ain't It Cool or you know Newsarama or you know you know probably most of the internet forums out there are just places for people to just 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 gripe and moan. And and the thing that always kills me is is well, there's a you know the you know Peter Berg might remake Dune. Well, that's gonna suck. Yeah. You know how do you know they yeah. they haven't even started a script yet? But and you're just already poo pooing all over it, and you know you're already assuming that anybody else who likes it has got to be you know a, a full on uh, moron. Mm-hmm. You know you think that anybody that's, who's that's, going who's that's going the one to like thing, that that's the one thing I that's I, the stereotypical uh, fanboy. That's, that's the one thing is the fanboys I hate. That's Superboy like, Prime. You're dumb that because is. you like it. You are. Dumb. Yeah, and I and I don't I don't get that, and I I think that people like that are short sighted and should be taken out and killed. I mean, actually, did I skirt that hmm? when when the whole one more day thing happened? You skirted it. Okay. What? Yeah. So skirted. you know, fanboy. 
the uh, but you I were passionate much, about it. I think it. you pretty much laid it on the line. <laughs> well, what I mean is, did I did I approach the whiny fanboy thing without? No, see, here's the thing. No, the, I think the the whiny fanboy is someone who goes, "Oh, they're going to make a Flash movie with Ryan Reynolds. That's going to suck, and you're going to be an idiot if you watch it." Well, why? You know, give me a reason. You made it very clear yeah. why you did not like what was happening, and so you know your train of logic was followed by anybody who paid attention and so you get credit for you know not just having you know the thought but letting us know how exactly that thought happened and why and, it, it and wasn't the, just stupid because it was different it no. was stupid because of you, you had arguments for it okay. yeah no you had you had a very reasonable and sound uh train of logic and and whether somebody agrees with you or not is not the point we understand why you thought what you did, and so it was all good. You know, as long as you can defend your, your point of view, it, it's valid. If you can't, and, and it comes back to, to you're stupid, no, it's dumb and you're stupid if you like it. You know, yeah. I, I don't have time for that. I want to talk to you because... So that's the, the, the whiny fanboy. You know what? I don't like that, it that because Ryan fanboy. Reynolds can't act or... I don't know if you have a better argument. Well, anyway, I heard... Going, uh, what, was, what was I listening to? Was it... Um, I do not mean a dog... Pod- In fact, I'm not even going to say the, uh, the, the podcast, but... Uh, um, but they were talking about uh, how much they hate the fact that uh, Ryan Reynolds is going to play Deadpool and Green Lantern. It was really under these people's skin. Yeah. And I just thought that was interesting. It's like... It's like I I get that it would be cool if you had different actors playing that, but does it really matter? Yeah. I mean, these there were two or three two or three people on this panel that were really that really seemed to be bothered by it. I mean, like like Superboy Prime bothered by it. Wow! You know, like <laughs> if they could if they could burn Ryan Reynolds down with heat vision to a pile of ash, they would have done that. And I just like you know I I understand that people have likes and dislikes in this world, but I just I think it's interesting that you know that you were so you know wrapped up into this particular you know emotion and this particular circumstance that it's really going to bother you okay let's, let's and, move on no no but these are the same people that get bothered by politics you know probably and and this and that and you just got to realize that the world is the world and okay. you know you just got to deal with it. this listener here says i love you and want to have your children that's a good answer that's physiologically impossible though because he is a he mm. okay. well we could try i wish you'd said that first <laughs> Well, what's his number? Keep going. All right, let me just go do these. Some of them have now. Was that was that? I'm sorry. Don't. Was that a callback to uh, Little SCTV there? No, no, I wasn't. Uh, this person says need more audio tweets. Okay. No. All right. Um, You're gonna have like six a show. <laughs> well, to, it's funny, but, but before we minutes, started, Bill said, "Bill said I have two tweets." And they go one tweet per show. You know, when overdo it. Uh, I typically download new episodes every Monday, with the exception of episodes that discuss a recently released movie that I haven't been uh, haven't seen to avoid spoilers. Yeah, I've still never like listened to the, the Kingdom segments. of Crystal Skulls episode. You're uh, too kind. I like the Bill segments, audio Twitter reading from the Book of Dune, which hasn't happened in for a while. I know, by. man. Also, just a general conversation and witty banter between you guys. I enjoy the fact that we get comic, movie, general geek topics discussed in short segments without being so serious. Every episode is funny and enjoyable. Sometimes Yay. other podcasts can be difficult to listen through because they feel too structured. The random drop-ins from the professor, friends, and interviews are great, and you never uh, know who may be on the show during the episode. Well, thank you. Half Hour Wasted is my favorite podcast. That is thanks for all you guys do, and keep up the great work. That is interesting. Was that, is that, that is very interesting to me. Okay. Is this, is, was that which part? Was that, that right whole, or anybody we know? or I've never heard of this person. Okay, cool. Fair uh, enough. Uh, because I would think the opposite. I would think... Uh, we need a little more structure. What we were you saying earlier? A little more um, about being focused, like when we yeah. have a guest, like when yeah. Sean Gabriel was on. Yeah. 
he said, hey, it was a good interview, but let's try to be a little more focused next time. Yeah. I think the same thing, though. You know, sometimes, like, when we had Ethan Van Skyver, I'd realize yeah. we got this guy on the phone that we all, you know, really admire, and when we're sitting here being silly. Well, you, you know, know? I, I think the lack of focus, uh, I think the lack of focus typically serves us well. Again, there's no absolutes, but, I mean, I think the, the whole, if we hadn't just been shooting the stuff with Van Skyver, we never would have gotten on that George, uh, George, on that Grant Morrison um, stuff. Yeah. And we had a number of people that wrote in and, and said they thought the uh, the, the Morrison um, uh, thoughts were uh, pretty well fascinating. So, I yeah, I mean, if we're just following off a list, you know, it's well, not going to be and, like and, that. and I don't want to say list, but like, uh, and I'm trying to think of an example, but when we get on these tangents where we're just not even talking about the topic that we were talking about, but you know, it's like uh, you mean like with hey, Sean, I, yeah, like last hey, episode, yeah. It's just like we, we sometimes we will just get off, like we're yeah. talking about horror movies, but all of a sudden, I don't know, we're talking about choo choo trains or something. It's like, how do we do that? <laughs> you know. Anyway, keep going, Brad. I got two more. I got several emails that said I listened, but I have two emails that had comments. I'll read the short one, and then there's a long one. I'll read okay. the last. Uh, things I love: Bill's audio Twitter, Book of Dune. You're so kind. All of you guys BSing about this and that. I actually prefer this over comic talk, but I enjoy that as well. Frank's opening, like when we come out. Ah, you know, nice. Brad's use of the audio board and the various sounds used as responses to the action. The opening theme, minus Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Things I I don't love as much. Replacing the DBC, DCBS music from Daft Punk to that karaoke version of B-Boy Rap. Yeah. <laughs> well, I replaced it because, like you said, that was a karaoke version. I and the other stuff was actual Daft Punk music. I didn't want to, you know, get into a right. sticky deal situation or whatever. I'm, just waiting, I'm, I'm just waiting for yeah. that until we get that cease and desist letter. I really am. All right. Here's um, the last one that has some comments. Uh, say, hey, guys, here's a couple answers to your questions. I listen to Half Hour Wasted first thing every Monday. Like Garfield the Cat, Mondays are the worst day of the week for me at work. <laughs> Uh, I have a lot of conference calls, reports to pull, and various other projects on Monday. Half Hour Wasted gives me the necessary laugh I need to start the week. I love all the episodes, movie reviews, lost discussions, comic book discussions, family discussions, and whatnot. I really like the audio tweet, what did Sage say? And I find the sentence from Dune cracks me up because it torments Bill. (laughs) Because he'd rather read the whole chapter. You got some... uh, you yeah, got a lot fives. of love. Some high fives there, Bill. Well, that's uh, I appreciate it. You know, it's uh, I'm I'm trying to help out, but uh, you know, you never know how it's actually going to work out. You noticed that my news segment didn't and get I, any love. I, I, I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, you need to do more of them. You've right, done exactly. Do more. One. You know, I'm going to come up with the thing. Um, I'm going to come up with. I'm going to call it Frank's tweets made of audio. It's completely original idea that I've come up with just right now, and uh, we'll see. <laughs> Frank's noisy bits. <laughs> Should I call it Frank's noisy bit? I'm going to come up with the segment. Anyway, you guys are going to be sorry. We start the segment with a giant fart drop. <laughs> you guys put on a great show, and I especially love the soundboard utilization, especially Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. You could do that if you want to. Oh, sweet, sweet nectar. <laughs> I unfortunately don't have friends who read comics, so it's great listening to you guys talk about everything sci-fi and comic books. Excellent. In a lot of ways, I feel like I'm sitting in the room watching three friends talk geek. That's pretty much what's happening. <sighs> and you know, I hesitated to read this next point, but oh, it's anonymous, it. so I'm going to read it. Okay. My only criticism is all the voicemails from the one listener. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> he is so dry, and he seems... He goes on forever. If you could maybe play one at most of him and not a full episode, that would be great. That was the whole point, Anonymous writer. We love you, Dan. 
the fibbing <laughs> stories was fine, but I wouldn't do it every episode. And we neither don't. would we. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we agree. I hope this helps. I really appreciate the hard work and time you guys put into each episode. Out no of doubt. All the podcasts I listen to. Raging Bullets, CGS, Comic Timing, iFanboy, Legion of Dudes, Too Old to Grow Up, and IGN. Taku. You guys are my favorite, hands down. Wow. wow. And it's the only podcast my wife listens to as well. You guys really? crack her up. Yay! That's awesome. You rock. Hey, uh. Now, How old is as, she? Far as, <laughs> as far as my, wi- my, my wife. Send us some pictures. Your wife's pretty hot, man. As far as my. Um, my point in asking people to send hey i listened to an email or i sent an email saying i listened um, yes and getting kind of a more or less accurate number of um, okay that was an ep- of listeners that was an epic fail I right think. maybe i maybe it was too much to well, say it, hey it's it's pure statistics that uh, and honestly i don't know if i'd do it yeah because i got yeah. work yeah and you, and you forget and in fact when you told me we had those many many um Emails. I was yeah. just. I, I. I was excited because yeah. thirty. That's. That's a lot. Did we talk about that on here? I don't remember. Yeah. We had. We had approximately thirty people reply saying I listened to episode well, thirty three. Okay. So the, uh, honestly, I think that's uh, like Bill said. Statistically, percentage wise, that's pretty good because you're not going to get everyone yeah. to do it. Well, if I'm you, very uh, grateful. I don't want anybody to think I'm not. No, we are one hundred percent grateful. Statistics say that if you uh, like. Say so if you go out and, and blanket a neighborhood with mailers or something, you know, you go stick them on people's front doors or whatever. Um, if you're getting more than about one percent of those people to respond and give you their business, then you're doing real good. So that's one thousand so, people we have. So that, that's or clearly 3, yeah. Three. Did you know that <laughs> statistically, forty percent of all statistics are made up? I do believe that ninety percent of people know that that's a lie, and sixty percent of the time it works. Every time. Yeah, and I believe that 99% of the time you can twist a stat to say anything you need it to. That only, in reality, that's only 40% of the time. I like big these, butts. These. They cannot lie. Big butts. They can't deny. I don't have any idea where that came from. He said I like. Oh, okay. Then I apologize. Humbly and completely. God, we're being random again. Hey, but at least we're putting some drops in. I like the viewers are happy with the comments you guys. I'm glad that you took the time to, to write those things. Um, it's nice knowing that no doubt some of our fears uh, are alleviate, alleviated. Well, alleviated. Alleviated. I was going to say unfounded, but I don't know if that that may be too strong a word. Basically, some people like what we're afraid. Some people don't like. Yeah. You, know? uh, yeah, you guys don't know how many times we've walked away from a show and go that was a waste of was time. A <laughs> that was yeah. that a was bad. <laughs> that was horrible. Uh, but in but fact, last time we uh we recorded, mm-hmm. Bill was like, "Oh, well." <laughs> yeah. I um I will do that. So some of some of my fears is is that uh is that I I you know, I I think we're boring sometimes. Yeah. But um one of the things that I think we should pat ourselves on the back for is that we're consistent. We are every we are week. consistently boring. We are consistently boring, but we are consistently there. You know, every Monday, boring. And I, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Dad. And I think that's that's important. You know, to to be there, rain or shine. What ninety percent of us just showing up? Yeah, yeah. Ninety percent of it is showing up and just just you know going through it well i'd yeah i'd, I'd like to take a little more credit than that uh, <laughs> well i mean we, we uh, i mean we we do we <laughs> we do put thought into this but but the thought kind of comes from from brad will like uh wednesday before we record hey what are we going to talk about 
Frank will come back, comic books? <laughs> Brad will go, anything else? Bill will go, you know, in, in his uh, 45-page uh, uh, email. <laughs> and then end with more audio tweets. You know, and it's it's kind of funny. We do really wing it when we come in here. But we, we have some type of... Oh, like, well, we're, we're close. We're close enough to being intelligent that we can usually pull it off. Yeah. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. <laughs> everyone on the floor as well. <laughs> really a lot of hustle. I liked it. <laughs> Let's see. The perfect drop for the perfect situation. Here, here, here are the notes for, for this show. Legion of, uh, uh, Legion of Three Worlds. Comic Wednesday, emails from listeners. That's, that's the breakdown for this show. And that turns into, what are we at? We had an hour and a half yet? Yeah. Don't act like you're not impressed. <laughs> we are at an hour 20. You want to wrap it? Okay, so we got we got three subjects, and we turn that into 80 minutes with the content, Look baby. Look at that. How does that happen? And know. people are going to be shocked. This, uh, this show, unless something goes drastically wrong, is going to clock in under 90 minutes. Well, why don't, why don't we pull up an audio tweet? So I hope you people are impressed with that. Do you have an audio tweet? Yes, I have the first audio tweet that is just clearly not funny in any way. Okay. So I apologize for that in advance. Are we ready? Yeah. I'm so scared, baby. Bill's audio Twitter. So I'm sitting here in the living room watching my dog, who is shiftless, and I'm thinking to myself, why don't we have chops? Why don't people have chops? Or at least flop ears. <laughs> that was pretty good. I will have to say, I thought it was, I thought it wasn't going to go anywhere, but then you pull it out. I thought you said jobs at oh, first. Sorry. Yeah, me too. But that's part of the charm with the being recorded on the phone. I yeah. love it. I thought you said jobs at first, and then it occurred to me once you said flop ears. That would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. And and the, the oh, whole idea was just woke up. The whole idea was to uh, hey buddy, he Superman is, without any pants. I'd like on. to thank Listen, the. Uh, it's a perfect drop for what just happened. There he is. There's my little man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'd like to thank whoever that that idiot phone caller is for uh, waking sage up out of his nap uh, seeing as um, i'm the only guardian in the house right now that's really dumb unless you two guys want to take a crack at it uh, give me a stick i'll poke him around oh, I'll, his... I'll point him in the right direction here sage <laughs> come go. this way oh, this way son. just poke him he'll figure it out i'm proud of you fellas oh uh, i'd like to think that uh, we did some good work uh, this this day, i'm proud of gentlemen. you fellas okay i just got to were... figure out a good way to uh sign this uh it's on this Meatballs DVD, man. i got to come up with some good material. Let me give you a suggestion. Be yes. Listen up. The ratings just came in for last month. We are number one. We just grabbed every key demographic. Super, Super, duper, gang. Yeah. Super duper. That's nice. Way to go. Neato, gang. Yes. I think the thing you all don't get is I have to be witty every time we do one of these audio tweets. And Do you have any idea how much pressure that is? Maybe uh, how how much I've aged in the last two months <laughs> trying to come up Amazing. with new tweets. Tell you nah, what, that's next, cool. it's clear. If you want to, we could take a break, and you can go. We can go back to to uh-huh. Doom, pages from Doom, and then we can come back to tweets. 
Eh, we'll see. Really? Don't feel, trust don't me, feel pressure. Trust me. One of these days, I'm not going to have any funny ideas. And mm. uh, I don't know when it will happen. Because you know what? The, the best comedy happens organically. So, uh, you know. Just um, like the best vegetables. Well, the, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, much like Seinfeld. Uh, a good tweet, I think, should be observational. Mm-hmm. Or it should be in the moment. And so I try to literally keep my phone close enough to me that when something strikes me as amusing, I try to whip up my phone and uh, I, I fire off an audio tweet. And so I'm not actually sitting there, you know, at night with the candle burning at both ends going, think of something funny, think of something funny, think of something funny. If it doesn't happen, it's not going to happen, you know? <laughs> Good one. Something like me. It did it first, didn't it? Mm. That's great. <laughs> oh, this is awkward. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. I oh, think we have I've a good see show. Anchorman again. I wonder if you think the kids are okay if I if I put no. Anchorman on. No, uh, him. I'm going to yes. do it anyway. He's too young, but not okay. Not um, there, there's right. a couple of adult moments in there. Yeah, good point. Okay, let's wrap this up. Let's get some. Let's get some clothes music. I got yes. the I got the boilerplate ready to boil here. I just like to finish this episode by saying that. I love lamp. <laughs> and uh, I'd ask what Sage is saying, but he's uh, just, Sage kinda, just being a daddy's boy right he's now. He's just, well, he just got up from a nap. So he's pretty much knocked out. He's like I was at uh, nine 55 this morning. Basically. Okay. We won't do a, a morning. We won't Until do a morning next show time, anymore. He's I'll see you on the pan over to the trucking shop before it fades to black. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically dazed, Thank and, you. and I get that Thank because you. I'm I'm a night owl too. Thank you for listening to a half hour wasted. Be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast. It comes out every Thursday on this same feed. Visit our website halfhourwasted.com to check out our blogs, forums, photos, and more. There's a great one from Adam Umack right now. Um, Is that uh, Adam's uh, lo- love letter to Ethan? Okay, yeah, the the contest will have been over yeah. for three or four weeks by the time this airs. But yeah, well, it'll, it'll be in the archives. I somewhere. gave him some love. Yeah. Uh, send your questions or comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com yeah. or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Hey. You can also drop us an individual email, Brad, Frank, or Bill, at halfhourwasted.com. He's not going to stop, is he? Visit our sponsors, dcbsservice.com. And remember, until next here. week. All right, go ahead. Okay. If any of you out there can time travel, go back a month and vote for UMAC because it is ding dong funny. So UMAC, you are the man. No, there's nothing we can it's do. Great, it's awesome. <laughs> okay, so all I'm right. Frank. Till next week, I'm Frank. Yeah, I'm Bill, and Sage is right here with me. Bye. Did you buy tickets?